Hey guys, it's Sarah. So this is kind of a weird episode. We showed up to the studio, thought we had a guest coming in, and while we were there waiting, she had a schedule technology situation come up. So Claire and I just caught up and chatted um, for a little while. We talk about Claire's work travel, my foster puppies, our kids' underwear, it's great. So it's a little off our typical format where we have a topic, but kind of a nice opportunity to catch up. So um, enjoy. Hope it's not too random for you. Or maybe you like it that way. I don't know. Let us know. Anyway, enjoy this. And also a little heads up. We will be taking a little break next week. I have had a death in the family and have to make a last minute uh, trip to Houston. So it's kind of messed up our recording schedule for this week. And we decided to just have a moment of self-care and take the week off. So we will be back after that. We're going to retool our guest schedule and figure a couple things out. Thanks so much for listening. Enjoy. Hi, I'm Sarah, the mom of a six-year-old and a two-year-old. And I'm Claire, the mom of an eight-year-old and a five-year-old. We're two friends in the middle of the country, in the middle of parenting, in the middle of our careers, and in the middle of just about everything. Hi, welcome to the Middle of Everything podcast with Claire and Sarah. Claire is back! Yay! Um, We think we have a guest today. (laughs) We're not our, sure. Our friend Brooke, who we forgot to confirm with this morning. And so if she doesn't come, no hard feelings. Although we are definitely calling you out on this podcast, uh, B-Night. Yeah, we were just brainstorming. What else can we talk about today? <laughs> Which, I mean, there's always a million things. In fact, we just had a whole conversation that might end up coming back into it at some point. But totally. Yeah, it's um, the day before Father's Day mm-hmm. as we record this. Um, this will come out the day after. Or Tuesday, if I'm too busy tomorrow, I'm not mm-hmm. sure yet how that's um, going to go. Sarah just Insta-storied this, but um, it's taken us approximately 45 minutes this time mm-hmm. to get our mic situation up and running yep. in the studio. We're so, uh, for those of you following our ongoing saga of mm-hmm. um, technical difficulties, yeah. it, it, it continues. We Well, and we've been out of the studio for a few weeks and doing remote ones, so we were not like... It wasn't as fresh in our minds. We had gotten pretty smooth there for a while, but this was kind of a mess. And to be honest, I still can't hear us talking live in my headphones. Can you? Nope. No. But we're, I we're gonna right. assume this is Yeah, we we think A-okay. our sound is probably all right. <laughs> and we'll fix it later. Eric Good the audio night. tech at the Tulsa Public Library yeah. has got us going. So. We think. Um who told us once he we reminded him of my favorite murder, which is maybe the greatest compliment anyone could ever pay because that's amazing. That's an amazing podcast. Yeah, but, we were like done. We can yeah, we can stop now. We're we're great. Mission accomplished. Um, so Claire was gone for a couple of weeks traveling for work. Do you want to talk about it on here? Yeah, I mean, well, there's not a whole lot to talk about other than it was a work. We we had this conversation. I can't remember if it was on the pod or not about sort of length of work trips. Mm-hmm. So a couple days, pretty pretty breezy at this point with kids at the age that they're at. Yeah, it, it's not too heavy a lift for the other other parent that's Mm -hmm. home but this one was a little bit longer I was gone for six nights 
uh, five of which were work nights, one of which was a fun night that got tacked on. So I met my brother and his fiance in Vegas, and we had an awesome time, um, and then flew from there to my work and was there for a week. So yeah, it's it's a little longer than ideal, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, And that was the first week of summer camp. It was so the first week of summer camp, so there was a lot to juggle. But um, yeah. Back at home, back in the groove now. Mm-hmm. We're both lucky to have very uh, capable spouses that can handle us totally. being gone. You know, because my, my work trips are rarely more than three or four days. But during work, you know, during school, work, camp, that's, it can be a lot. So so speaking of camp, our boys were in mm-hmm. the same camp um, this past week. And there may have been a couple um, after school reports. <laughs> one or two well my favorite was today I got told that my son had been in a fight and my first response is with who because if it's Claire's kid I don't I'm not gonna get that worried about it (laughs) because we were like texting later I was like that's like more of a brotherly like almost fight you know I'm like I'm not gonna get wound up but then he I found out it was a different kid and we had to have a conversation about that Mm -hmm. but um for our kids together it was a lot of just horsing around and not paying attention totally Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and i will give you the count of all items lost two weeks in we went through three containers of bug spray um one of which was shared with his friends which means sprayed all over the place Mm -hmm. one of which just straight up got lost one exploded all over his backpack and ruined the backpack the towel and this the swim clothes didn't get ruined but i just had to wash them multiple times to get the bugs bug spray smell out we were down a towel, which I then found yesterday, a week later, in the lost and found. Uh, yesterday, last day of this camp for him, he lost a swim shirt and a water bottle. So we had we had a great record going, and then he he just he dropped the ball on the last day. So I told them um, I might swing back by next week and see if anybody yeah. found it. But yeah, as far as my child losing things at camp, that was um, that was our tally. Is an improvement over last year. So. We're there, but that kid cannot keep up with his shit. I mean, like, seriously, you have two boys at the same camp. Did they lose anything? They didn't lose the camp, yeah. Sarah. I just don't even know. I don't <laughs> I don't know what to do. But we, um, I was going to ask you about the backpack because we debated this. We did, We actually did not send them with their school backpacks mm-hmm. because they do get so trashed yeah, they get at camp. Totally trashed. Um, so we sent them with just like farmer's market bags mm-hmm. um, stuffed with, you know, towels and, yeah. and all that good stuff which is great actually because those things are like breeding in our mm-hmm. house and we um my, my youngest it's really heavy so he drags it yep. and so it gets holes in the bottom mm-hmm. and then so we just replace it with a Do new one. one so yep. that's kind of um for again for this particular camp mm-hmm. which is much more outdoorsy and the kids have to have much more like self-responsibility over their yeah. stuff um at the next camp they're going to go to you know, it's more indoor mm-hmm. and they will have like a, a designated spot to have things. I'm mm-hmm. totally fine with them taking their, their school backpacks. Yeah. But I sent a like freebie backpack that Grant had gotten um, the first week. Then that got ruined because I had to wash it three times to get the bug spray out and a seam busted because it was a cheap free mm-hmm. backpack. So this last week I did send his school backpack, but he's had the same one for like two years and it's about time to get a new one anyway. 
And so I was kind of like, eh, just take it. And because the ones that we have that are those freebie ones that we get from the dentist, um, he did take those last year and because of the dragging, they got destroyed. And I just thought, you know, maybe he'll keep up with his stuff better. If this is his regular backpack, he's more used to it. It had more space because the other ones are like those drawstring ones and they're small. Mm -hmm. So I did send just his regular school backpack with the knowledge that he's getting a new one now before school. So I was like, eh, if it gets trash, no big deal. So, um, we did that and then he'll use that the next two camps he's going to or more indoor camps so and I will I'm going to say both of us the whole plan for this super outdoorsy camp being at the beginning of the summer it's because we thought it wouldn't be as hot and here we are first two weeks in June and it's 95 97 like I picked him up early the last two days because I, I could like just because of my schedule and I was like it is I mean, it's 97 degrees and I felt sorry for him. And I was like, you know, I can just swing by and go get him a little bit early. So he's not mm-hmm. out quite as long, but it's a lot, but you know what? It's really good for my vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, I walked into the studio today, um, packing a really big zucchini. It was, it was large. Lar- it was on yeah. Instagram. The largest one I've ever grown. It's a little mm-hmm. more, I think it's more than a foot long, but I yeah. should have measured it. I can't, I can't. I don't have evidence. I can't prove that, but it's really big. And, um, (laughs) and I have more, I'm growing more. So, so my main crops right now are zucchini and tomato, tomatoes. I did plant some peppers and strawberries, but I made the mistake, probably a rookie error. Um, I'm on, I'm on probably my like third year of this like homesteading journey situation, Uh which is homesteading light let's be clear i don't have chickens but um so i also i made the mistake of putting my strawberries and my peppers in the same bed as my squash and the squash will just take over your situation so um, my strawberries are not thriving although Mm -hmm. i've gotten a couple uh yeah so that's what's happening with me and i talked to grant your husband about Uh this before don't you guys grow some we have a big garden this year he only planted tomatoes because we just still have all the construction going on in our yard and it's just that is more than we can handle so we didn't want to have a whole big garden Mm -hmm. to take care of Mm -hmm. but i think he planted them kind of late so they haven't really done much yet so we'll see uh, now that it's been so hot, though, they might because they tend to get better the hotter it gets, right? Yeah, is that, yeah. The, they'll, our they'll garden do is a hundred percent my husband's deal. Got it. It is not my deal. Got um, it. Well, so so one thing that I did that I thought was kind of cool this year. So again, every year I figure things out a little bit more, get a little bit better, whatever. Um, this year I was able to start our zucchini. So that zucchini I brought you mm-hmm. um, was from a seed. And um, really? my husband, instead of buying the plants, which I typically yeah. would, would start from a plant, um, my husband's a member of the Cherokee Nation. Mm-hmm. And what they do is every year you can sign up to to receive if you're a if you're a tribal member mm-hmm. a packet of these heirloom seeds. Oh. So um, there's a seed bank that's managed by the Cherokee tribe that have uh, I think there, there's um, corn, beans, squash, things that are um, typically, I'm not, I, I don't know how far back these, 
these heirlooms go, like how far wow. into the history of the tribe or whatever. But you can sign up and you can receive your seeds for the year and then plant them. But, but you can only get them from seed. Okay. So we – and it's a free thing. It's really, really cool. So we have these pa- uh, squash packets. And I signed up for beans too, but I don't quite know how to grow a bean yet. So yeah, that seems advanced. <laughs> it seems advanced, right? At least – or intermediate. So, um, yeah. So I – started these from seeds so, so how early Cherokee did you start those squash um a while ago okay i want to say right it's like three weeks after the last frost okay. so and i was maybe a little behind but it was april okay. i think and well, we're sitting we in June now. very late this year mm-hmm. it was like april was super cold and now may has been super hot so mm-hmm. it was kind of an odd yeah, we kind of skipped spring mm-hmm. i feel like Completely. like we went um again like welcome to oklahoma exactly. i don't know how many times we can say that the weather here is bananas but it is but the squash seem to be doing well nice so i like it so that's what's going on at our house right now Mm -hmm. i don't know if you even know this uh we have at my house currently foster puppies (laughs) i'm making the face that's squee yeah they are definitely squee so um we had talked i had Toss this idea around a little bit. I've been trying to get back into volunteering with the Humane Society because I really enjoyed that um, pre-kids and just sort of hung it up along with everything else for a while and was thinking I would just do a little like once a week dog walking, something like that. But we got an email last week that they were desperate for fosters. And I thought, sure, we need a little more chaos in our house. Why not? So they are four-week-old puppies. They need to basically be kept out of the the very overcrowded shelter right now for the next few weeks until they can be adopted. Um, and it's better because they're very susceptible to diseases and germs and things like that mm-hmm. that sort of um, can travel and carry around the shelter. So anyway, they're two little, they're probably like three or four pounds, two little girls. There's a blonde one and a black and tan one. What breed? Ish. They're shelter dogs, so it's yeah. anyone's best guess, but they said like probably a terrier dachshund mix. Oh. Um the the black and tan one definitely has those kind of, you know, those markings like mm-hmm. a dachshund and then the little blonde one, um short hair. Shorter hair. They are adorable. I um I So I, four weeks. Are you bottle feeding? Not them? no, they, they said they had just graduated okay. to okay. regular puppy food. They chew on everything. So it's been it's only been a couple days at this point. Um it's been a good lesson for my kids on keeping things off the floor mm-hmm. because the sure. puppies will chew it. And a good lesson for me me on I have been reminded how much baby puppies poop and (laughs) how much it is like baby poop that Mm -hmm. is just runny Mm -hmm. and everywhere um so I I potty trained my toddler and then immediately brought another thing that is constantly peeing and pooping into my house I don't know why they're adorable and fun the million dollar question is how many of them are you keeping none so mm-hmm. i know i am i have a reputation for foster fail that is where my other two dogs came from but we ha- so check back with me in a few weeks but at this point we we have made it very clear to the kids like we're babysitting these puppies and i've explained to them like sort of you know well you know my 6 year old gets it 2 year old 
Who knows what he thinks? I thought my little one would be way more into it because he's kind of my animal lover. He loves to pet animals. And my older one is a little more afraid of, you know, mm-hmm. especially bigger dog. I mean, these are tiny puppies, but opposite. The the older one is obsessed. Like he wants to pet them. He wants to play with them. My two-year-old is, well, I think he's basically angry because they bite his toes and mm-hmm. he does not like his toes being bitten by little sharp puppy teeth. And so he jumps from like, ottoman to couch then asked me to come pick him up if he needs to go somewhere he's not as on board as i thought he would be but we thought you know it's a good let's just see what happens like do our kids like it how do our dogs react they were iffy at first but now they're fine and it's you know maybe we do this every so often foster maybe we get another dog i don't know we're just i just had to have one more piece of crazy in my house. Well, listeners to the podcast know, because when Abby uh, Peraza was on talking about Studio Pop, you guys had had floated this um, idea of a puppy adoption yoga Mm -hmm. class. And I heard that's happening. It's happening. It's in, I think it's next weekend. And I'm like, I'm signed up. I'm going... I mean, and now like, I'm not bring bringing any more puppies home. Yeah, maybe I should take them with me today. I don't know what the what the rules are on that. But um, yeah, I can't wait. Of course, now I don't know. Now maybe I won't be as uh, it won't be as novel because I have been will have been surrounded by right. puppies already. For You'll the have last had your two fix. Weeks. I'll be over it, mm-hmm. but it'll still be fun. I still do a little yoga. I need to pre prep myself to do yoga in public because I have not done it in so long. But yeah, <laughs> like warm up stretches. Yeah. Pre yoga. Need class. to like keep keep mm-hmm. my yoga going this week. So I don't embarrass myself in public. I'm like, I'm dropping everything to go do that that morning because mm-hmm. it's so fun. I think it sounds so fun. Um, but yeah, maybe I can bring my own puppies. I'll ask her. BYOP. <laughs> Yeah. So if you're if you're a local listener and you have any interest in puppies, give me a shout. And and I don't know my theory on if you're going to get a puppy puppy is get to because they play with each other. It's no more work or mess because you're doing it all at the they're same gonna time. They're going to poop in their kennel until you potty train them anyway. Yeah, like right. you it's not a lot more to clean. And they keep each other busy and don't want you to play with them all the time. And one of these two puppies definitely wants to play all the time. And, like, the other one is more of the cuddler. But the little blonde one is, like, wants to play all the time. So she, if, if we only had her, it would be exhausting for us because yeah. <laughs> she's very active. Yeah, we were also at the kits for two. So we had two, Josh's college dog mm-hmm. and mine. And it was... It was that, especially pre-kid when we were traveling more and on the road um, and not home all the time. Yeah. I think having them having each other to be mm-hmm. in the backyard with or whatever, obviously yeah. we'd have people come take care of them. But, you know, for the better part of the day, they would be there by themselves, but had, had one another. Yes. I thought, you know, I don't know if this is me sort of throwing human emotions onto my dogs, but they were they seemed happy and well adjusted and like that that I can't say that that would have been the case if there had only been one mm-hmm. of them and um so yeah so we're pro that of one of those dogs has since passed away so now we're down to one very elderly we're we're back right so circle of life we are also cleaning up pee and poop yep. like pretty constantly yep. um but she doesn't seem to be in pain so mm-hmm. it's it's really just like this 
she she definitely has a dementia situation going on. So like she's inside, wants to be outside. When she's outside, she wants to be inside. And mm-hmm. there's just no sort of rhyme or reason to her barking. And she yeah. uh, her hearing's totally gone. Aww. So like if she's out in the backyard, you're trying to let her in. You have to like go find her to let her in. So we're we're dealing with um, elderly dog problems right now. But um, so one adding a puppy in feels way too much, but. Mm-hmm. For us, but also I think it'd be way too much for her. Like, yeah. We're just going to let her live out her days yep. and then reassess. My husband yeah. says he's ready to be dog free for a while. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a direct um, consequence of the fact that it is so high maintenance right now. Yeah. But when um, when our dogs were in their prime, they were very low maintenance. We had mm-hmm. we had uh, shelter dogs, but uh-huh. a lab and a lab mix, we think, kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they were bigger. They were but not so big and could be outside. We're pretty hardy, you know, low, just low maintenance, easy, lovable dogs. Um, So I don't know. I definitely am echoing though your, your sentiment that I think um, maybe not all the time, but in our case, having two at the same time was, was a good call. Cause our two that we have now were litter mates. Again, this was a foster fail. Oh, just keep these puppies. Mm -hmm. And at that time, we did not have children, but we had three cats and another dog. So we were the crazy people with too many pets for many years. Mm-hmm. And then me- most of those pets were senior pets that we had had from college that just lived and lived and lived. And so now we're just down to the two. Um, and they're not old. They're kind of medium. So <laughs> they're medium age, you know, whatever. Yeah. One <laughs> one of them, he, he was not aggressive towards these puppies. He just sort of like looked at them, smelled them. Now just sits in the other room sort of pouting and will occasionally walk in and give like an angry bark, like just to remind us that he's not. Is that cheese? That's Ollie. Yeah. And then the other one who typically is the nicer, more caring dog. I had to like with with like hold his collar because he was full on attack dog against these puppies for I mean for a little while and then I kind of did the thing where you put one in the kennel and let the other like I I put a kennel between them at all times Mm -hmm. like I would take turns with like who was in the kennel and who was out and after about 20 minutes they were fine now he follows them around and like checks on them and makes sure like he knows what they're doing he's sort of playing with them a little Mm -hmm. bit so but it was I was kind of surprised that he was like that aggressive at the beginning. He yeah. was not happy about it, but it's pretty cute. And it's Poor cute guy. to have the kids play with them. And yeah. they got up um, faster and got ready for school or camp than they have done all year long Friday morning. Or like they were popped up out of bed. They wanted to get dressed and play with those puppies before they went to camp. <laughs> so we, I was like, sure. You're, they were works. out of bed at 630, like getting themselves ready so they could go play. So I'm like, okay our way to get out of bed for camp this week we'll see it should be two or three weeks until they're ready to adopt and then where they go after that i my i i'm hoping i'm like maybe we can find somebody we know that would want them so we can come visit because you do get attached after a couple weeks but can we post pictures of them yeah i have i put one on our instagram the other day and then i've put some on my personal instagram too but i did put one on our um middle of everything instagram too i just missed it yeah that's great Okay, guys, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be back. Stay tuned. Thanks for listening. You can find us online at the middle of everything podcast.com on Instagram or Facebook at the middle of everything and on Twitter at T M O E podcast. And if you like the show, don't forget to review us on iTunes. It helps. Thanks. Bye.
Okay, we're back, guys. Um, this is Claire and Sarah. We're here uh, in our studio at uh, Central Library in Tulsa, Oklahoma, talking about Father's Day, Father's which is, Day. by the time you guys listen to this, will have just happened, but um, from where we sit is happening tomorrow. Tomorrow. What are you guys going to do? So we have, I'm, I'm super pro-holiday, so it's kind of a weekend affair. Okay. So this weekend, um, Josh took out his new mountain bike and nice. went and rode this morning, which was cool. That's like a thing he wanted to do. Um, sounded terrible to me. Super mm-hmm. hot and sweaty. Oh, yeah. But, you know, I guess for some people that floats their boat. This time. Um, we're going to go see The Incredibles. <gasps> oh, I'm to so jealous. A fun family movie. We're doing that this afternoon. And then swim party. Nice. And then tomorrow we're going um, – This I love my husband because this is what he picked to do, although it's also totally something I would have picked to do if uh-huh. this were Mother's Day, which is we're going to go um, over to Arkansas, which oh, um, people who maybe have listened before know that that's like a favorite haunt of ours to get over to the Ozarks. So it's about a two-hour drive. So we're going to drive over to Bentonville for brunch. And then the uh, incredible museum there, Crystal Bridges, is hosting the Georgia O'Keeffe exhibit. I cannot wait. So, yeah. So we're going to go to the O'Keeffe exhibit. And then we're going to take the kids to the Children's Museum. And then his favorite fish restaurant um, happens to be in Bentonville. So we're going to go there afterwards. So we've got a whole, like, Arkansas day planned. And then we'll come back so yeah um and i can share now because you guys won't hear this until after father's day um (laughs) that we he got tickets to see um his all-time favorite band the punch brothers in oklahoma city so i'll be giving that to him that's not until september but um we had a running joke there for a while because chris thiele who's one who's the one of the main guys in Punch Brothers is also a part of Nickel Creek, uh, another band. He's okay. a super talented musician and actually took over Prairie Home Companion oh, on yeah. NPR, although yeah. it's it they lost that name because of Garrison Keillor and all the things. situation, yeah. all the things. Um, so anyway, um, Chris Thiele happened to be coming to Tulsa weirdly every August. So like in one permeation or other of his musical groups. So he was always here. So that was always Josh's birthday present, like weirdly. And it's been like a year since he's been here, but he's coming back um, to Oklahoma city this year. So that's a whole lot of detail, but we are big fans of his. And um, I'm feeling very old right now because I don't know who any of these people are. I've (laughs) literally never heard of any of these. He's a, uh, I, I think you would call him like, alternative bluegrass like not like super traditional um but he plays the mandolin and probably a lot of other instruments but he's probably our age i guess i'm gonna have to like google spotify listen yeah to all this super cool um if if that's your thing which it's ours i just told you we like to hang out in the ozarks and listen to bluegrass so you (laughs) <laughs> I'm wearing a lot of turquoise right yeah, now. Yeah, I know. Like, I, I got I like a whole vibe here. going on. So, um, yeah, you it'll look be a like good a hippie, one. and I smell like one. So <laughs> it's cool. It's fine. Okay, so tell us about your Father's Day weekend plans. Um, so we are almost the opposite that we sort of. Well, we we don't downplay holidays, but we're always just like, oh, I don't care. It's fine. You know, whatever. Um, So our kids were gone last night at my dad's house. So uh, 
we had a, a date night, and then Grant is currently home mowing the lawn. You know, just what every dad wants to do on their weekend, special yeah. weekend. Um, we're going to go. Heat, yeah, he, he's knocking it out before it gets too hot. He did. He asked to go on a breakfast picnic tomorrow, or we just sort of jointly concocted this idea. Um, over to a park where the kids can fish. And so he's just going to fish a little bit at the park with the kids. And then we're having his dad, my dad's family over for a cookout because he said, all I want to do is cook myself a big steak for Father's Day. Because we know I don't cook, so yeah. I, I don't and you're know definitely how to not cook cooking a steak. a steak. No, I don't know how to cook a steak because <laughs> I don't eat meat. So, um, yeah, so we're just doing that and having family over and frolicking with puppies. In the I grass. wondered, I wondered if because so listeners know Grant, uh, Sarah's husband, is a chef by mm-hmm. trade and he's not at a restaurant right now, but obviously incredibly skilled. If that meant that you guys ended up hosting. Do you think like disproportionately or, or is it a, we because he a can lot. cook? And I mean, it's not always. Be, well, and part of it is we have a nice um, back sort of deck and outdoor space, although it's flaming hot, as my six year old would say. So I don't know how much of that is going to happen outside now. Um, well, your whole house is really set up to entertain. It's a I nice like. we have like yeah. kind of two eating areas. Yeah. So we have enough space. For a lot of people. And Grant's sister lives nearby. We're sort of in the middle of where a lot of people live. So people can just sort of come to our house. And it's pretty easy as far as family gatherings. And and our kids are the youngest. So it's sometimes just easier to let, especially when they were babies, let them stay at their own house. Because then somebody could go down for a nap or whatever. That's not so much the case anymore. Yeah. And he likes to cook for himself. I mean, I said, you know, do you want me to cook something and he just sort of laughed at me <laughs> I know <laughs> or we can go out you know but he right. said all I, all I really want to do is just grill a steak and I'm like all right we can do that that's his that's his wish I don't know what we're with the breakfast is the, the breakfast picnic I should maybe I should try to make that happen worst this week has been a little crazy so I haven't put I you know breakfast uh, foods are great and you can do um like you could go to like a bakery and that's have something that's sort of fancier than average, but still isn't going to break the bank yeah. and kind of make like a little like sampler basket of Maybe really I should great do stuff. That before I go home today from yeah. here, I know exactly. I'm going to go that to Antoinette can... and get yeah. some stuff. I oh. think that's what I'm going to do. Shout out Antoinette's. Yeah. yeah, that's a great <laughs> idea. Little bakery we have in downtown mm-hmm. Tulsa. Because we're here amazing. nearby. I can yeah. go get some stuff. While to you're take there, for um, get. Do yourself a favor and get some macarons. Oh, yes. Yeah. I mean, don't not do that. Yeah. My yeah. son loves those. He asks me all the time when we're going to go. Did I say that right? Uh, macaron. I just, it's macaron. not macaroon. Don't it's definitely say that. not macaroon, but is it mac? Wait, what did you say? Macaron? Macaron. Okay. Yeah. I think that's so right. I guess what you said. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You didn't say macaroon because I would have caught yeah. that. So <laughs> I, um, my kid kids speak French, right? So they say it in a way. Oh, you were saying way. it with an accent. It, was I saying Aren't it with an accent? Fancy? No, well, I didn't mean to. That's why I get confused about whether I'm saying it um, like macaron. Like, the... That sounded Spanish to me. I don't know. No, I don't know good. what I'm doing. I know. Um, so my friend Lisa that was on the podcast last week, uh, when she taught in high school, she taught French. So she... I don't know if she does it as much anymore, but if if you ask her to say the word croissant, you're definitely getting the like a croissant, the like yeah, throaty French pronunciation. And I'm always like, 
Yeah, right. So anyway, um, (laughs) oh, that see, your kids can do like the cool accent. Yeah, well, they're also know-it-alls. So they Mm -hmm. would, you know, they would correct me in any case, but layer on the fact that they speak a language I don't speak and it's all over. So you didn't, do you speak any French or just what you picked up from your kids? Just what I picked up from the kids. Do they have homework? How does that work? Um, so my oldest one now, yes, they have vocab words okay. and that's where I pick it up from. So okay. what the teachers do is they record themselves saying the word and then they email it out to the parents, like with a PowerPoint with audio okay. files embedded in it. So it shows the picture and then the kid's supposed to say the word. And then if they get stuck, you play the audio file and you hear the teacher saying the word. Okay. So, so you're otherwise the parents would just up. totally butcher it. Oh, right? yeah. So that's how they do the vocab. Um, so for my youngest, that's what his situation is. My oldest now is sort of past that and he's reading. So his homework is basically just reading in French, reading. whatever book he okay. is working on. So, yeah. So I don't get I don't get the benefit of him. Right. Yeah. You know, kid, yeah. How are you having anyone? to learn it in order to help him or uh, right. yeah, you're getting you're picking up a little bit, I'm sure. I, and then I you'll have so. your exchange student in the fall. So Yes. And we just got word she got her visa, awesome. which is a, a big barrier for some of you guys who, who don't know this um, to, you know, for somebody coming over to work in the mm-hmm. States. It, it Until that visa comes through, it's just like touch and go. Sure. But she, she WhatsApped me uh, over the weekend that she, it came through. Nice. So yeah, we're expecting her here in less than eight weeks. Awesome. So I think it's like six weeks. Or so she'll be here. So that's so fun. It See, is exciting. I can I can bring on the chaos of a bunch of animals in my house, but the thought of having another person living in my house feels like so much work to me. But like, yeah, like I I'm like amazed that you guys are doing this. Well, you know, check in with me later. She seems fantastic, mm-hmm. but but I agree with you. Just the idea of another human, yeah. um, being there. I, I vacillate between thinking, oh my god, this is going to make life so much easier because mm-hmm. you know a responsible adult. With eyeballs in a house with two kids like it seems like a gift yeah um and then on the other side of it uh i yeah like the the host in me which this is the number one piece of advice people give you is stop thinking of her as a guest like somebody you're hosting because you will get exhausted like it's too much it will stress you out Mm um and their expectation is that they're moving in with a family and all of the like dirt and chaos and laundry Mm -hmm. and scheduling and like all of that that entails um easier said than done right. so i think uh we'll see how i wonder yeah. like yeah how many weeks does it take to get over we're having eggs for breakfast you know like when do, when do you just bust out the cheerios and, and like then for yourself and... yeah like i mean like how how many days weeks of feeling yeah, that you know because that's, really that's what question. i would feel like because i know when we had a nanny for years she didn't live with us but she was at our house eight to five, basically five days a week. So Mm -hmm. she saw all that chaos and knew what was not perfect by any means. You know, I mean, and it took a couple months probably before I felt like I had to clean before she came or I had to make sure the food was right or, you know what I mean? It just, it it took a little while to get used to that. Um, And she wasn't like sleeping there or anything. She was just there taking care of our son for you know, five days a week. And then she became, I mean, she was with us for like a year and a half. She became like part of the family, but it took a little bit of getting used to for sure. Um, especially cause I was some days of the week I work from home. And so sometimes she would be in, you know what I mean? Like, I bet that'll be a little bit of a, yeah, just getting used to like 
walking around in your PJs or exactly. not walking around in your underwear or something yeah. like that. You well, know? the good news is I just don't do that. Well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> that just doesn't even sound It's not a thing, no. To me. Um, but no, but yes, of course, every, you're exactly right. Just the um, rhythm of life. Like mm-hmm. even just like I was thinking to myself, I have a hard enough time negotiating what shows I'm going to watch with my husband after the kids go to sleep, mm-hmm. like with two opinions, there's going to be another person. Yeah. Who I don't know if she likes murder as much as I do. <laughs> do you think for, she's going to like hang out with you? I guess I so. mean, or maybe she'll like, like not every night, but she, like on a Wednesday, and, yeah. what's she going to do? Go sit in her room and watch her own shows on her iPad. Yeah, or could, I mean, could and she'd be totally welcome yeah. to do that. But I, I guess I assume that sometimes she'll how be. How old is she? I forgot. 21. Okay. So weekends, I don't expect to see her. Yeah. Like, I assume she'll be kind of doing... She'll find some friends. Yeah. Do, they, do they... Will she know other exchange mm-hmm. students at the school? Like, do they know each yeah, other? Yeah, there's a group... A to- in total, I think, a group of six of them that okay. are going to be over here. Um, and, of, of course, they they will work together at the school on a daily right. basis. So, um, I'm and I'm quite sure we'll make friends and make okay. plans. But, um, do you know the other families that the other mm-hmm. teachers yes. are staying with? Okay. Yes. So you guys can have like get togethers. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. It'll be fun, but be that's, that's what's on my mind nice. about that situation. Yeah. I want to hear how that goes. Cause that, like I said, I can, you could throw like 10 dogs in my house and it, it wouldn't bother me, but a whole, a whole person mm-hmm. feels like, too much. <laughs> yeah. We need to do like a whole update show yes. episode. Yeah. Um, also stay tuned for a little outtake. I think we're going to have a little, some, some real mom chat <laughs> that we thought we was off the record, but was actually pretty funny. Happy Father's Day. Enjoy. Here's a question for you. Do you, do your boys pass down underwear? Right now, yes, because he's potty training and we need like 300 pairs of underwear. You know what I mean? Just go through it. Yeah, because, but now that he's pretty much established, probably, I'll probably get him fresh ones after this. But when it was like, you know, we're wetting our pants 18 times a day. So I put some of Ollie's old underwear in Finn's drawer, and Josh was so weirded out by that. He's <laughs> like, some boundaries, please, yeah, yeah, would be appropriate. And so, I mean, it's not like it's dirty. You well, washed that's it. What I thought. Yeah, and I was like, they're way grosser. I mean, like, it just it just never occurred to me that like that was a bridge too far. Yeah, like no. socks, fine. T-shirts, fine. Underwear, whoa. And I've I was done just it. like, like, I don't. I don't know. Like I said, we are just getting into him needing underwear. So yeah. I don't know if I'll keep doing it or not. Well, and Bowie. Like, I don't anymore, like, to be clear. Like now, like as he sizes up, because the other thing is like their underwear size doesn't actually change that frequently. Yes, that's what you I was going mean? to say. It's like 2T, 3T, mm-hmm. and then like 3 4T or whatever it is. And like Bowie's little tiny ass is still in those little 4T, 5T underwear. Thin too, yeah. And so it's like he ha- he's had the same ones. Like I think he still fits it like in some of the smaller ones. But then I got him like new ones in his Christmas stocking or whatever. But he can still wear the old 
ones. They're just small. I mean, I don't know. He Yeah. Same for us. I could probably clean them out a little bit. But. Yeah. So we so I've been buying new underwear. I don't want everyone to think like my younger son never yeah. gets underwear. Is this but... part of our podcast oh, or are we just I don't talking? know. I'm recording it, but I... <laughs> Are we podcasting right now or are we just having a conversation? Stop podcasting. Yourself. I'm not sure. <laughs>